summer's almost here and it's almost beach weather. And I was a little bit concerned the other day. I found out there are only three clubs, I'm talking surf life-saving clubs, that patrol our numerous beaches. And I'm talking about Bunbury, Benningup, Dalyellup, Smiths and Busselton. So, uh, you know... Lifesavers are thin on the ground. So uh, I've got Keith Warwick, the club president of the Smiths Beach Surf Lifesaving Club, on the line because on Sunday they've got a membership drive. Hello, Keith. Good morning, mate. Hi there, Blackers. How are you? I'm very well. I'm surprised that we don't have more people because they do such a wonderful job, don't they? Oh, look, absolutely. And, and I mean, across the state, uh, there are, you know, sort of 5,000 volunteers that commit their weekends and public holidays to patrolling the beaches. Um, the initiative at Smith this Sunday uh, has come about not not least uh, because we want to draw awareness to the club that enters its seventh year, but moreover, this year we start patrolling on a regular basis, providing our services to... Uh, you know, beach goers and and to the uh, to the city of Bustleton for the first time. Yeah. Now, how many people are involved in your club at Smiths Beach at this stage? So we have uh, registered for this season. We have uh, something in the region of uh, fifty nippers. So that's the children that go through the various different age groups and skill sets that uh, that the Surf Life Saving Program takes them through from very basic uh, water safety skills to ultimately uh, earning one of two uh, nationally recognised awards being the Surf Rescue Certificate or the Bronze Medallion. Um, but uh, this year we're also seeing an increase in our, our adult um, interest and, uh, you know, we have a, a slightly higher number, I think 75 to 80 adults registered with the club this year. Rightio, what sort of uh, qualifications do you have to have to be a bona fide lifesaver to help patrol the beaches, Keith? So the two qualifications I mentioned there earlier are are the two that uh, mean that you can uh, actively participate in these voluntary patrols. Surf Rescue Certificate is for um, the uh, a sort of younger age group, although adults too can do it. So sort of children up to the age of uh, 16 can participate in the Surf Rescue Certificate and then older children can um, pursue their bronze medallion. And, and that, that ultimately is the award that would encourage uh, adults to undertake as well because it gives a, uh, a much more holistic view and un- understanding of what uh, Surf Life Saving does. Rightio. Now, how can people contact you, Keith, if they'd like to be a part of the uh, Smiths Beach Surf Life Saving Club or any Surf Life Saving Club for that matter? Yeah, so if they look for us on, uh, we have a Facebook page and also a web page where our contact details are available. Alternatively, this Sunday, uh, starting at 10 to 9 at Smith's Beach itself, we're hosting an open day. Uh, It marks the first day of our season, but also an opportunity for people that are interested to see how they can get involved and what, what the club has to offer them can come on down and conditions and weather permitting have a go at a number of the different things that uh, that form part of our weekly activities. Excellent. Keith, good luck with that. Keith Worry, Club President of the Smiths Beach Surf Lifesaving Club, and they do have an open day at Smiths Beach, as Keith said. Mate, thanks for the chat. Appreciate it. Good luck with it. Thank you very much. Now it's time to catch up with Barry Urquhart, Managing Director of Marketing Focus. Good morning, mate. Good morning.
morning, Ian. I can't, along with a lot of other people, stand people peddling Christmas months before the actual event. Well, it's a little What's bit going like Easter being available on Boxing Day. People are saying, this is not relevant, this is of no interest to me, and you are just paying peddling the servers to wanting to increase your revenue. And I can tell you right now, Ian, I'm speaking to you from New York. The Americans have been distracted from Christmas because we've just come out of Halloween, now, Halloween Day is the third biggest exchanging of cards in the United States of America. So they've generated something else. They've got Thanksgiving Day coming up on the last Thursday. But more importantly, I think one of the interesting things is we're starting to look to Black Friday, which will be the 1st of December, and Cyber Monday, the 4th of December. The Americans have recognized that around about four weeks is the longest period of time that you can actually attract people's attention, retain it, and generate sales. So we kind of stop and pause and say to the shopping centre managers, let's get rid of that music sound system of yours, playing Christmas carols every third song from the 1st of November because that's not of any interest or relevance to me. That's right. It's a pain. And you know what else is a pain to me? Us taking on this Halloween thing. (laughs) Just to to completely digress. I mean, what is it with us and Halloween taking it on like it's, you know, it's part of us? I mean, the kids, uh, you know, they enjoy it. They muck around and whatever. But I just, I'm not into this, you know, taking American sort of Americanisms and turning them into ours. Not into it at all. Anyway, I've had my spiel on that. What else is going on? (laughs) Can I just say, as a proud Celtic Scot, (laughs) that the myth that uh, Halloween is an American phenomena is wrong. It is a Celtic sort of celebration. And so anyone of the Scottish heritage there listening to your program will say, factually, it's not about trick or treat. It is very much about the change of season. The crops are in. We're going into winter. And now is the time to celebrate. So perhaps we need to get back to the roots of the Scottish heritage uh, syndrome of saying, let's celebrate Halloween for what it is, and that is the season has changed, the crops are in, and now we can sit back and relax, and we don't need to be worried about too much about the American imperial, you know, uh, circumstances where <laughs> That's right. television we're but, going to embrace it across the board. But trust me on this, we didn't get it from the Celtic <laughs> part of the <laughs> oh, no, world. No, no, we, didn't. We, we got, got it from, from America. So, <laughs> cultural imperialism through our television sets is alive right. and well and emanating out of New York, Madison. <laughs> Avenue and and San Francisco <laughs> and Silicon Valley. That's right, but you take care, and uh, we'll catch you again next week. Looking forward to it. Ian. See you, mate. Dirty feet, dunder cheap. Dirty feet and the dunder cheap. You know, for almost two years, I've been saying we've got to get rid of that Cliffy burp out of that intro. I don't know what's been going on. Aaron? Yeah, well, can you uh, get onto that. Yeah, I might have to do this every week, I think. Oh, gee, that's wrong. Danny Drummond from uh, Wild Ball Brewery, Drummond Catering, Combana Bay Sailing Club. Hello, mate. How are you? Good, mate. Good. I think you'll struggle with that. I think it's been on there that long, it's now heritage listed. No, nothing. <laughs> nothing to do with Cliff as heritage listed, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how you been? All right? Yeah, good, mate. Good. What's going on up at the Wild Ball? It's going to be a good weekend this weekend. The weather, Finally. as I just sort of said, sunny both days. Uh, winds east to south easterly, 15 to 25. Oh, mate, beautiful. It'll yeah, be beautiful good. up there. Oh, mate, for, get up there for a beer and a beautiful feed. We've got Grant Hart up there rocking on on Sunday. We've got Kids Balloon Art. Got it all going on up there at the ball. Rightio. Now let's talk about what you've uh, prepared this morning because uh, seriously, it's getting to the stage where the next time that I go to my cardiologist, I'm sending you the bill. I'm going to come with you. 
Well, just because I want to see it. I want to see it personally. Well, up okay. front and close. I, mean, I must admit, I absolutely love that. It's a cracker, wasn't it? Do you oh, know, tomorrow geez. is National Sandwich Day. Yep. <laughs> Can you believe it? Who thinks up National this Sandwich Day. Anyway, it is. So, oh, um, I'd be more impressed if you said it was National Danny uh, Drummond uh, Day. Monday's tell us National Undy Day. But anyway. Tell us about the Elvis Presley sandwich well, you made this morning. That's why we did it, because I grew up in that Elvis era, and I thought, I can National tell. Sandwich I've seen the way you dress. <laughs> the hairdo, isn't it? It's the hairdo. <laughs> I thought to myself, let's figure out what killed him. Yeah, and well, it was a sandwich. That, that's a start. I reckon this is it. So I'm, this, <laughs> and believe me, he oh. died in the loo, and I'm not going near one for the day. <laughs> <laughs> well, all of those years, you know, they talked about him making these fried peanut butter sandwiches. Yeah. I yeah. thought, well, let's have a go at it because mm. it sounded disgusting. I know, and it was disgustingly good. I know. Oh, in fact, it was that good. See, normally you only make what make it for Aaron and I, whatever you prepare. Yep. This morning, you actually made one for yourself as well. I did. I did. I found myself this morning when I got up talking funny. Going, I said to Jen, oh, Mama, baby. Let's go for cheeseburgers. <laughs> I had this Elvis thing going on. I had to eat one. Yeah. I had to try it. Bacon, peanut butter, yeah. mashed banana, yes. thick cut white toast, mm, salt, mm, pepper. Mm. And I, I loved it. 200 grams of butter between the three of us. <laughs> I loved it. It's like beautiful. Um, I may not. I'll be eating. I'll be eating lettuce and drinking water for the next month. But I loved it. It, it was, was good, great. wasn't it? Um, Aaron took a really interesting video of how you prepared that. So yes. uh, you can try that at home. I'm sure there'll be a few people uh, this weekend. Honestly, get into the kitchen and try one of these things yeah. because they are just magic and they're so simple. Bunbury Regional uh, Emergency will be chock a block if they try it. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty feeds done dirt sheep. All right, mate, thank you very much, and uh, have a great weekend up at the Wild Ball. We will do. Thanks, Blackers. (laughs) Have a good weekend, too. You too.